0: What's good, everyone? Ouch Terrace here with another Knicks episode. And guess what? New York Knicks. It's not that we're back. We are here. We here, as Julius Randle said. Yo, New York Knicks are just killing it right now. More than everything that they're doing. And we have to go into it in this episode. We have to, we, John and I discuss, you know, Julius Randle. We talk about the Slam magazine with RJ Barrett and Julius Randle. We talk about Julius Randle's, you know, winning player of the month we talk about the we talk about the disrespect Tom Thibodeau is not is getting for just no coach of the month award and Scott Brooks getting it that makes no sense we also go in and discuss the previous games that we saw how they were able to bounce back after losing to the Phoenix Suns and then are now on a three game winning streak and then we discuss the upcoming, well, the midst of the Western, the West Coast trip that we're a part of right now. So we get into all of that in this episode. And then John, what do we got for et cetera?
1: For et cetera today, of course, we go over the NBA TNT schedule on Thursday, which really is going to have huge implications on the Western Conference standings, maybe the top of the Eastern Conference, depending on how the rest of the week goes. And of course, we get into a little bit of accolades for our boy, number seven, Carmelo Anthony. For three. <laughs> Soon. Next year. Next year,
0: hopefully. Yeah, I hope so. Right. He needs he needs to retire, Nick. Let's just leave it that at that.
1: Next year. He'll be a Nick next year.
0: Let's I like it. I like it. But all right, Ricey. Let's get this thing going. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateras, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Jeteris here with another Knicks episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me is always my buddy, my coach, my pal, the man with the plan, the dude who's going to go to the Spurs, New York Knicks game later in May. So you know what that means. It's going to be another overtime game because John Malika only brings the overtimes. What's good, my boy? What's going on?
1: What's up, man? Don't bring that evil on me. I already did it twice to them. I hope Uh, I (laughs) I don't add more minutes (laughs) to their legs. But yes, I will be there to welcome the boys after their... Haunted West Coast trip back to the garden. I'll, I'll be there, Alex.
0: Yo, Knicks are on a West Coast trip. They started off so far. They started off pretty good so far, man. Yo, two game, two wins, Houston. Uh, even though that's technically not the West Coast, but look, it's their Western Conference, West Coast, whatever. They're on their Western trip, but two games. They, they beat, they beat the Grizzlies and they beat the Rockets. Technically, Memphis is not West Coast either, but so they're on their West Confer- Western Conference trip to to finish up the season and off to a good start. Knicks really did a good job, man. You know, from the last time we recorded, and I'm sorry for everyone who's you know getting uh, this Knicks episode a little a little off schedule. Um Got some personal things I need to take care of on my end, and then we we were planning to do a Jets episode this past weekend, but. Things came in the way, uh, family matters popped up those and those take priorities, man. But we're back here. We're back with you guys because guess what? We love our New York Jets and we love our New York Knicks and the New York Knicks are killing it right now. All right. They're just, they're just all over the place, John. They're just all over the place. Let's, what's, what's, I mean, we just saw Julius Randle, RJ Barrett on the cover of Slam magazine. So, you know, things are popping when we got our boys on Slam magazine. You know what I mean? Like things, things are going in the right direction. We're getting recognition. We, we even had freaking Shannon Sharp trying to retort to the—he's not even a fan of the New York Knicks. He gave up his badge. All right, Michael Rapaport, whatever.
1: Oh no! Yeah, he no, gave up. Yeah, let's.
0: Yeah, we're not gonna go. We're not gonna go into that. But you know, New York Knicks are being discussed. Man, things are happening. All right, yeah. things are happening. We even had Tom Thibodeau. On the jump with Rachel Nichols and everybody talking about the Zach Lotes, who was there about the fluke defense of guarding the three. And he's like, Hey, you know, my guys close out. They play defense. I knew it wasn't a fluke because my guys play defense. I saw at the beginning of the season, he said, the charts don't show. Yes, the charts show how many threes are leaving open, but they also don't show who's taking those threes. And if our guys are closing out. Exactly. They're so. planned.
1: They're playing. The, the people that we have shooting threes are kind of playing. I mean, I have Jaron Jackson Jr. on my fantasy team that nobody cares about in the championship. And he, <laughs> I, I, I knew that he was going to have his shot at his threes. He did okay. But, you know, that's, a, that's the pick your poison. We did stop Jonas, right? Valanchunas. He had no shot in Memphis. And that was the game plan. Dylan Brooks did nothing. And he killed this last time around. You're right, man. The, I, personally, I don't care about the slam magazine stuff. Uh, that, that stuff really doesn't move the needle for me, but. Does it tickle your fancy? No, but I, I, I get that it, I get that the validation of it. What really tickles my fancy, Alex, is this, like, I don't want to say swag because it sounds corny, but. The way Randall's carrying himself on the floor is the is the warms literally warms my heart. It's the best thing on TV. Because Absolutely. it's not that he's just making good basketball moves. It's not that he is leading the team on and off the floor. It's not that he looks like he's having fun. It's the way that he looks like it looks like he's on the playground and he has no worries. Like he's at the Y. And the way he's talking smack to like the Memphis bench after they definitely said something to him and he didn't let it go. And then he went back and he's like going insane with Worldwide West on the bench. And you know, that's never mind everything else that's going on. Like that enthusiasm, like he hit the he hit that buzzer beater at the end of the half. And the first thing that he, he looked up at his uh His son and wife, I presume, and he like, he's kissing up to the crowd. Like, he's in the zone. He's hanging out at the, you know, uh, at the, at the game, at the park, at CYO. And I love to see that. And the fact that it's so contagious and it goes to RJ, the 20 year old, and it goes to IQ. And Taj Gibson is like, I grew up watching the Knicks. I'm living a dream right now. Like, all that stuff is contagious. And that's what's exciting me, man. I don't give a damn about the Slam Magazine, but it, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that other people are excited about it. I'm glad that the jump wants the Knicks on. I'm glad that Thibodeau is getting his name out there and he's smiling, right? Because like, that's the number one. Like my mom, for example, when my mom watches these games, she's like, why is he always upset? Why is he always screaming, right? And I'm like, that's what I love about him. But you know, you can see him now, like hang out. It's, we got a nice vibe and. You know what they say, Alex? If you go into the playoffs with momentum, you you already have a leg up. And then the other cliche is that defense wins championships. Defense wins playoffs games. And guess who has the number one defense? The Knicks. So you want to scold me for being excited? Scold me for being excited. But I love what this team is doing, especially with Noel out. Right? Noel gets hurt. Mitch is out. I've been crying about no center for <laughs> oh, fifty-five games now. And we're somehow pulling it together, man. I lo- you love to see it.
0: Yeah, man, absolutely. I lo- like, how can you not be enthused when you watch this team play and they're the- dude, we've been asking for the nineties Knicks for so long, for so so long. And we're getting it. We're actually getting it. And to go back to when Taj said he was idolizing this team that that he used to grow up and watch. And he was idol- He was talking about with Tibbs, right? When they were on the Bulls, saying they would talk about the '90s Knicks. They would uh, they would love those '90s Knicks because Tibbs is from Connecticut. His pop, Tibbs, pops is a Knicks fan. Tibbs worked with the Knicks. He was he was there with uh, with Van Gundy, right? He was there during that '90s era. Now he's back again. He instilled that '90s grit in the Chicago Bulls, and we saw it. He couldn't get out to in Minnesota, but he's doing it now. You have Taj, who, like I, like we said, is from New York. He's from Brooklyn. He watched those teams grow up. He gets to play for the team he, he used to love watching as he grew up, and play that same mantra. Taj against the Minnesota, the I'm sorry, the Memphis Grizzlies yesterday. My goodness, bro. This man goes out there. Gets twelve boards, seven defensive boards, five offensive rebounds. Gets two assists, you know, six points, whatever. But that man's defense—he's he's gritty, man. He's a warrior, a true pro for his age, and just love it, man. I love everything that we got about this team. And to go off of Julius Randall, absolutely. Two clutch shots, by the way. Two buzzer beaters in, uh-huh. in that second quarter. Two. He needed Not that one, first one, dude.
1: He was star he was starving for a shot. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. But he's dude, he's he's got the mojo going right now. He's got the braids going, he's got everything going. Uh-huh. He's feeling it. He's chap he's he's chattering with the bench. He's like, Yo, come at me. Come at like he's legit telling people to come at him. He Yeah, and that's he, what, and, and that's and that's it. the
1: zone I like because he's he, they're picking their spots. They're they're setting up the pick and roll so that they can get the defensive mismatch on him. And you know, on the basketball side, it's I agree with you. But on the basketball side of it, they have confidence in him. He was so bad in the beginning of that game, and they had the confidence for him to run ISOs, man. ISOs. If that was Mello, dude, if Mello was running an ISO after having that bad of a first quarter, his head would be on a a straight up pitchfork the next morning. Even if we won, one
0: hundred percent, one hundred percent. But you know, I think the difference is that no, we loved Mello. When we got first got him, and I'm saying we never didn't love Mello while his time was here. But you could definitely feel the the tide turn when we got Phil Jackson, right? You, we didn't have the team to really help Mellow either, so it's hard for him to trust guys that are coming off the G League team and stuff like that. Randall, it's this is. This whole season is just so <laughs> unpredictable, and what we could have fathom, Man, Randall has like a one eighty, uh, just like a true awakening, and just how he plays. He's improved every single aspect of his game. I Yo, love as it. You
1: said Alex, he didn't even change much from last year. Did he? Like actually, on 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 paper.
0: No, on paper, you didn't really change that much. Like on paper, statistically, maybe he's got the only thing that really went up is a three-point percentage. But honestly, it's not that great of, a, great of a difference. But the thing is, things that you can't get from numbers that you have to watch the game on a night-to-night basis, right, is that we're seeing how he engages players, his teammates, I should say. He's keeping them involved. Getting The assist number is definitely another thing that's gone up. As well as the three point percentage, let me put that out there as well. Mm-hmm. He's he's just become a facilitator. He's not a passer. He's a facilitator. He's a playmaker. He's an engine. That's the things that we keep hearing about Julius Randle. That's just who he is. And so I'm hyped, re- re- really, like excited from what we see. But let's let's go back real quick to what we had because it's been a while. Because we had you know we had that L to the Phoenix Suns, but it wasn't even a bad L. We were keeping up with them. They came, they, you know, it was a game where even though we lost, there was still some positive takeaways because we went toe to toe with now the best team in the NBA. Right. So I can't be upset about that because we, we've only had a few blowouts one against Denver once one against uh, the bucks. And I think there's also a blowout against the 76ers early in the season, but those are only the real three bro- blowouts that I remember. And to go against the Phoenix Suns late into the season when we're getting close to the playoffs to show that we can compete with these high caliber teams, it says that we're not too far off from where we are, you know, and that we can we can match up with some of these guys, maybe even get a game or so if we go against a really good team, right? We'd even – Brooklyn, sure, they haven't been fully healthy every single time that we face them, but we still go toe-to-toe with them. Same thing with, you know, the 76ers. Yes, they weren't, they didn't have him be the two times, but we still went toe to toe with them. But it's still good to see that this team has come so far in their, you know, the rebuild, the development of the players that we can trust players like IQ, RJ, whoever to go out there and just contribute. I love that aspect. But even though, you know, we lost, we got three wins. We, we went on, we went on a nine game winning streak. Lost went bounced right back and have now won three games. Just <laughs> yeah. like nothing, just like nothing's ever happened. It, it, it 12 out of 13 is bananas. Dude, that is insane. <laughs> if you told me the New York Knicks are going to win 12 out of 13, I told you you're crazy. This whole season is just crazy. But, but the fact that we come out, it? hold on, hold on. But the fact that we come back after that loss to Phoenix and we slap the living daylights out of Chicago and Houston and then. We had a, it was a close game against Memphis down in the fourth quarter, but then we, you know, we got it comfortable. We were we were able to win. It's this it, these are signs of a good basketball team. The fact that you can bounce right back after a loss, win, take w- and win the games that you're supposed to win. You know, Chicago and Houston are games the Knicks are supposed to win, and they did it. Memphis, they're a little chippy. But we came out and we swept them this season, and they're, you know, they're no slouch of a team. I'm just, I'm just happy that we're seeing the Knicks take that next step in the re- in in the rebuild, and it's only one year under Tom Thibodeau. It's insane, absolutely insane. Yeah, but all I
1: was gonna say was that it's not surprising. None of it is surprising at this point because the numbers don't lie. We're third in the league in three point percentage. It's not just Randall. We're first in the league in defense. You know what I'm saying? It's not just one person and we should be competing with these teams because guess what? We're, I mean, we're on, we're on top of the leaderboard. So I don't, I don't understand why we're surprised anymore. We have to, we have to start acting like we belong here because
0: love that mindset.
1: Because I agree with you. I mean, we are looking at the Phoenix Suns game. We all had that loss. And then we all had the win versus Chicago and we all had the win versus the Rockets. And we were all worried about the Memphis game because they beat us last time. And the Knicks came out. We
0: beat them last time. You mean?
1: I know, but we were worried about, we were worried about that game because it was so close. It was so quote unquote violent, as violent as it gets in the 2021 NBA. (laughs) <laughs> right. It was chippy. And we were worried about it. Like, they're going to come back. They're going to, they're going to get revenge for that game. And we showed out the only time we let up when, you know, we gave, we were gave up that 17 point lead to a single digits in the fourth quarter. That was tough. Randall came out and did his thing. So. We just got to start acting like we belong because you want to, you, you know, you, you did it first. You brought up the, uh, the, the, the top picks. I'm going to start with the first round because we're here, man. Seven games left. <laughs> you know, there, there's no, there's no, that's it. There's no more. We're surprised. You're going to tell me the Knicks are going to be this good this late. Insane. None of that. That's it. It's playoff time. It's time to start thinking about matchups and. Let's just say we're going to be the fourth seed, worst case, fifth seed. Let's just say, for argument's sake, you really have three choices. Is it going to be the Atlanta Hawks? Is it going to be the Atlanta? Yeah, the Atlanta Hawks, the Miami Heat, or is it going to be the Boston Celtics? And so, Alex, I'm going to ask you. Where do you where are you trying to go? Let's let's just say everybody's healthy because as we stand, we don't know what's going on with Tatum and Brown and Trey Young is back, okay, and we don't know what's going on with Tyler Harrow. He's hurt right now, but they're fine. They're looking okay. So let's just say everybody is healthy, including us. Let's give us let's give us Noel back, not Mitch. Well, let's give us Noel back. We, we, which matchup do you think is most advantageous for the Knicks? And let's let's give us the fifth seed just so we're you know you're not thinking about home field advantage. But we got the fourth seed locked, obviously.
0: But let's just for argument's sake. Of course. Say. All right. So if we're looking at Atlanta Hawks, Miami Heat, Boston Celtics, Miami Heat are the last team I want to see. I'm tired of them. I'm, I don't. I, I do, do not want any term. business
1: <laughs> Alex. I'm going to say it I out loud. Do. I don't care who has to hear it. I am scared of the Miami Heat.
0: I am I am scared of the Miami Heat as well. I do not want any business of the Miami Heat. That team has our number from start to finish. It is terrifying. We are not I don't know. We need something else in order to battle them. I don't know what it is yet, but we need something else to go at them. Anything can happen in the playoffs, but I do not want to see Miami first round. Second round, if that happens, it happens, but you know, oh, so
1: so the way the way the second round will go and we'll we'll get into that is we're going to end up playing the first seed. So
0: you're the f- yeah.
1: So I mean I I, I we'll, we'll get into that so it, it's so funny because now we're watching Philly, Brooklyn and Milwaukee go at it and whoever is the first seed really affects us to see who we're going to play next round. So let's just let's you're, just you're stick right, with you're
0: right. If if it's the fifth, yeah, you're right, you're right.
1: Yeah, so let's stick with the with the first squad. So I guess we both agree Miami Heat is number 3 on that list. So who who do you got number 2?
0: Uh it's probably going to be the Atlanta Hawks for me.
1: You you want to play the Hawks?
0: Uh I don't mind playing the Hawks. Okay, so I'm that's not, number 1. Uh, You'd rather play the Hawks. No, they're number 2. Oh, number 2. Number 2. Number wow. Two. Give me Boston, baby. Give me you Boston.
1: Boston. A fully healthy Boston?
0: Yes. Jason Tatum dropping 60 on your head? He's not dropping 60. Get the hell Tembo
1: out of Walker's here. Kemba Walker's coming back? Yeah. Marcus Smart is going to be pesky in the playoffs?
0: Here's my thing.
1: Alfred Payton turning over the ball in the third quarter to Marcus Smart? You know, we, we, we everyone,
0: Jason Tatum I, <laughs> transition points? I see it right now. Give me, just give me the narrative of, ju- I don't, tr- here's my thing with Boston. They don't play a complete game of team basketball. I think our defense can ab- absolutely stop their ISO heavy play offense. And defensively, they're not there either. We can, we can go, we can go toe to toe with Boston. Atlanta, the thing that scares me about Atlanta is that yes, our offense is clicking right now, but I don't consider us A heavy offensive juggernaut that we can, we should be in shootouts on a night to night basis. And if Atlanta is feeling it with Trey Young, you got Bogdan, uh, he hit like seven
1: threes yesterday coming off after an injury. That was insane,
0: dude. And you, it's, you got Lou Will down there. Absolutely not. That whole, that whole offense has even been, that is just terrifying. John
1: Collins is the guy that scares me the most because we don't guard. Big men trying to get boards or cutting in. We can't. And we then are. on top
0: of that, on top of that, you know, their center quick Capella. Like we just allow points in the paint. You know, we don't have edge. <laughs> yeah, that's so what I'm it's saying.
1: we don't people we don't people box who out, th- really.
0: people who think the Atlanta Hawks is going to be some cakewalk for the New York Knicks to get to the second round. I'm sorry to tell you this, I think it's Boston more so than Atlanta. In, in my opinion, I think we can take out. Don't uh, don't don't misinterpret me. What I'm saying, I think we can take out Atlanta. That would be a seven game series. Just like Man. Boston, this is going to be a seven game series. I don't think it's going to be that easy with either one, one of these teams. I just see that Atlanta could just go. The, my, my fear is that Atlanta could just go off and it just takes one or two games to really go off to get into rhythm. And they're a team that can just shoot. You know what I mean? That's just my problem. My,
1: my, my rebuttal to that is, and I think why I would switch my one and two with you is, In playoff playoff basketball, it gets tight. Mm -hmm. And it becomes ISO time. And so that ISO ball just is playoff basketball sometimes. And that's why the, the superstar players shine. And that's when Tatum and Brown will be able to, and Kemba, will be able to kind of show what they're made of. Tristan Thompson getting stupid offensive rebounds. You know what I mean? The Brad Stevens play here and there. The Celtics scare me, especially because playing in Boston is going to be hard. Atlanta? Yes, fine. They can go off one day, kill us, beat us by 30. They're going to beat us in a seven-game series. They're going to just keep going, keep shooting. The problem with Trey Young is I feel like in a in a series, especially as high-profile as the Knicks, I'm sorry to say it's high-profile. He's just not going to get those foul calls all series long.
0: No, he's not going to get those. He's not getting. He's not getting those calls during the play. Absolutely not. And and
1: then without that, without that, he's kind of his game is definitely missing something. He's on a crutch if he doesn't have those foul calls.
0: I'm just saying that the Atlanta Hawks don't think about the Atlanta Hawks. The two games that we played with them, think about the most recent Atlanta Hawks that we played, because that's the team we're going to be facing. That's true, that's and true.
1: I mean, I'm not scared of either one, and and the injuries I'm not, do I'm not, matter. I'm, the injuries do yes. matter. So, like the fact that Tatum and Brown are kind of weird now, and that Kimball Walker has been off all year, like straight up hurting my soul on my fantasy team. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm honestly I'm scared of people like Marcus Smart. Those kinds of guys scare the hell out of me in the playoffs. I'm so not Tristan though. Thompson, you know what I'm I mean? Not. I know I know they're whatever, but like. Those kind of guys are the are the players that worry me in a series.
0: But my thing is like let's look at the bench, okay? And I and you gotta look at like the who who are the guys that we have to think about when we're going against Boston, right? You're gonna tell me that you're afraid of Grant Williams, Semi Augelet, <laughs> Robert Williams, the time ward up there, Peyton Pritchard. Like, I'm not afraid of those guys. If you're telling me those guys are getting minutes off the bench, that's fair. That's fair. Like, like, sure. Tatum and Brown are going to get majority of the minutes. Kimball Walker, I don't know how many minutes he can play with that knee. Um, and Evan Fournier, like, I'm not afraid of Evan Fournier. You know, you know, hey, 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 what?
1: Hey, Evan Fournier owns the Knicks. So let's just be careful.
0: Yeah. It's the Celtics though. It's the Celtics. That's
1: true. So um, um, we're 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 flip flopped there. We're kind of uh, not like, afraid of either of those teams. We are both. We are afraid of the Heat. Do you think that the Knicks would beat the Heat in a seven game series?
0: Ah, uh,
1: Yeah, I know. First round.
0: The fan in me is always going to say yes, but the man with the brain, you know, like my <laughs> heart's telling me, my heart's what? telling me yes, but my brain's telling me no. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> um, my mind's telling me no, <laughs> but my body, my body is telling me yes. Yeah, no, that's, uh, you. yeah, I'm,
1: I'm kind of with you there. I'm kind of with yeah. you there. So let's say by, by some miracle, for whatever reason, the stars align and the Knicks make it past the first round.
0: Yeah.
1: Right now it's tight at the top, man. Milwaukee has its tiebreaker on Brooklyn. Everybody is like around one to two games out. Who do you want? Who would you rather face coming in to the second round with a chance? With a chance, just a glimmer of hope at that Eastern Conference Finals, man. <laughs> yeah. The glimmer of hope you see it, you just see it. Stay the there. Keep, you just see it. Who do you let's... want to be standing there in your way, or you try to jump up? Jump All right. up?
0: I'm going to, I'm going to do the same thing again. Going to go reverse order from three to one. Philly's on the bottom. There's no way I want to see Philly. There's just no way he's going to own us, dude. Points in the paint. What if Mitch is back? Are we
1: putting Mitch back for a second round? Give us Mitch. I'm taking Mitch back.
0: All right. We have Mitch back second round. I think we can go five, six games against the (laughs) 76. Okay.
1: Fine. I'll give it a six back though. We got to get some uh, handicap here.
0: We, I know. Um, second. Team I would want to face is the Nets. Um, their defense is just not there. Dude, I, Jeff I, Green
1: will drop 75 on us. Are you sure?
0: That's why they're second. They're not first. <laughs> yeah. That's why they're second. Because it's just stupid that we have Jeff Green going off on us every single time that we play them. But number one's got to be the Milwaukee Bucks just because Mike are an Adjustments, man. I just don't trust them, and they just do the same thing. I will preach it to the you, – if you watch the Milwaukee Bucks, right? I'm not saying that you don't. I'm just saying to everyone who's listening, if you watch the Milwaukee Bucks, there is a system. There is a legit formula every single game. It's, all right, guys, we're going to start shooting threes, and then we're going to let Giannis do his thing because he's going to open up the paint for him. Or we're going to let Giannis do his thing, and then we're going to start shooting threes because Giannis open up. The arc for us. And it's just that type of system. There's no adjustment to it. It's just they play the same brand of basketball from the regular season to the playoffs. And as you know, a good team can adjust in the playoffs. They don't play that same brand of basketball, right? They're just – they have that capability of being flexible. They're water. Um,
1: It's so interesting because this is exactly why I think – what I think the Knicks kryptonite is going to be. In the playoffs. I think that yeah, we are very I, predictable. And I believe that we're going to have a hard time adjusting to an adjustment.
0: But the, the, here's On the offense. thing. I th- I'd rather take two predictable teams going at it as like the Bucks or the Knicks than a predictable team like the Knicks going against fully healthy Nets team with Kyrie Harden and Kevin Durant like we haven't seen that this hard and
1: healthy I know I know we're giving them the handicap but is Harden healthy there's seven games left
0: I don't know if he's healthy or not I, yeah. I don't follow the Nets well that he, I mean he
1: hasn't played I, I'm I follow <laughs> his hamstring he hasn't played the Milwaukee played really well today against them and I guess that's what's so scary and kind of arrogant for us to say we'd rather play the Bucks because the Bucks right now are killing it. I know the, the Sixers are streaking. I'm not saying, honestly, no, I'm like so. The Sixers are streaking. So we gave them that respect. And I, I, I just feel like Milwaukee gets no respect, right? They have Giannis who is, uh, you know, borderline MVP again. That's my guy. Yeah. I love him. Yeah, and, and, and we're talking, we match up good against them. I, I, I tend to agree with you. I, I don't know what a, it is though. I don't know what it is. I, I, maybe I agree has a little bit to do with the coaching adjustments. The, the thing is, I'm just not scared of anything that they're going to do. What I do think it's going to be, it's going to be a straight up Knicks, Pacers, nineties series. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be 87, 82. And like, we're going to have the ball with 45 seconds to go. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's going to be every game.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that we would go out there and just whoop the Milwaukee Bucks, but if you're asking me what team out of those three I'd rather play, I'm going to take the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm not saying we're going in there and just you know handing them Ls constantly back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, but I think that's the best matchup take that we seven. can get. Take them yeah. seven. I think, I think that's possible. All right, let's um, go.
1: I like that. I like that. Give me Boston and then Milwaukee. Okay. Okay. I don't know if my heart can take it, but uh that'll be fun. if it is in fact Philly or Brooklyn, I'll be at away games. So that'll be fun. So low key hoping for that. I know you have that's why you have Boston, you know, on your mind too, because you'll be you, at that garden. So Yeah,
0: man. Look, those, so I have I think those have three self teams interest. will be other
1: way away game. So hopefully <laughs> one of those happens.
0: Knicks, Jets, et cetera, will be will be repping New York Knicks. Don't worry. We'll be there. We'll give
1: you the the first-hand account. Absolutely. Alex, you know what separates us from being a super predictable team are the X-Factor players that we've been talking about all year. You mentioned Taj Gibson. Of course, Randall and RJ are not X-Factors. They are the heart of the team. And I would say Emmanuel Quickly has now cemented himself as sixth man. He's kind of just part of the rotation, right? Absolutely. But D-Rose, dude. D-Rose. Yes. Alex Burks is back. Bullock, your boy. Your boy Bullock has been showing up ever since he heard you give that little slander slander of of oh, is Bullock going to be the guy? Is Bullock going to be the guy? Boom. Bullock has been unstoppable. We need him to succeed and he has been showing out, man. What do you think about our X-Factor guys and do you think that they can put us over the top. And you know what? Out of, out of respect and out of, I guess, an apology from myself, a, a quasi apology for Obi, I'm going to throw Obi in for the X Factor because he's been showing out a little bit, a little, a little something, yeah. something, here a little and there, something. You know what I mean? Showing yeah. up in spots when he's supposed to. So I'll throw him in there too. What do you think about the, our X Factor players, man?
0: I love it. I think the one that we have to talk about and, uh, is Derek Rose because Derek Rose. Has definitely been the low key steal of the season. We, this is what, you know, I tweeted it from the account because we talk about how the Knicks have turned around. They got a good winning record. They went on a nine game winning streak, da 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 da. We're talking about the Knicks in so many ways and how they've been good, right? And now you're, and you were rightfully so saying, we should stop being surprised. I'm sorry, but we can't, for me, I agree. It's hard to believe. It's hard hard to believe believe that we got it
1: all. We got it all going on right now. It's hard to believe.
0: It's hard to believe. And that's why I said it's just shocking. We earned this. I know. We have earned this. Blood, sweat, and tears. RJ Barrett said it. We deserve to be here. We work hard for this. We here.
1: And as Knicks Film School so eloquently says on their gear, we here. From shout Julius Randle.
0: Shoot shout out to Julius Randle. I was about to say, yeah, because Julius Randle said it, man, we here and we are here. You know, and for all the true New York Knicks fans who have been watching this team through every losing season. Yeah, not those fair weather fans, you know, yeah, sure, come on back. You hopefully you join the bandwagon before it close. But if you've been here, you know what it's like. You know what to- it's like.
1: I just love to see it, Alex. I'm literally seeing people walk around with we here. Sweatshirts, we here, t-shirts. I can't believe it. It's Obviously, it's cool that it's Film School, but it's cool that Julius Randle said it. And it's cool that it's not Amari Stademeyer's BS, we back, quote. You know what I'm saying? It's like, because well, we're actually here. And it's so funny, dude, because the whole thing, the whole, I guess, commotion around that Knicks team was we have to win a playoff series. We have to win a playoff series. And we're not successful until we do. And for some reason that's just not what's happening here because it's so organic. Because we didn't Absolutely. sign the max player. You know what Absolutely. I mean? We, and and he just that's what it's all about, man. It's all yeah. about the fact that we have such a low salary cap, the fact that we have such young players, the the fact that we have a brand new GM, a first time GM, an agent GM. You, everybody forgot about those articles. And, and,
0: and this is and this is where and this is where I'm going for, right? And this is and thankfully that you brought this up, because this is where I'm saying Derrick Rose is the guy. That has to be talked about. All right. Derek Rose has been hooping, hooping. All right. Derek Rose has been going off. All right. He's
1: got that swag too, man. He's got, uh, for Dude. lack of a better word, yesterday he had that. He, he was literally looking at the park, just bouncing, just literally bouncing with the double dribble. And then he got since, the, like the ball stuck behind his back. And then he went up with that little like floater, like
0: arrogant. You ready layup. for this? You ready for this? Since, since the next winning streak, since the next winning streak, April 9th. Derrick Rose has been averaging 17.4 points per game. That's crazy. He's been shooting 54% from the field on 13 attempts. So he's having seven, seven of those field goals are made. He's shooting 39.4% from three. Sure, it's on low volume. It's two 2.5, three-point attempts, but he's still hitting 39%. He's efficient. He's hitting 90% of his free throws. The man's grabbing three rebounds, averaging four assists per game and getting you over about one st- I'm sorry, not over. About one steal per game. He's a plus nine on the court, dude, since his time. Plus
1: dude, those are, those nine. Are, those, are R- those are R.J. Barrett numbers. Dude. Pretty nice. Dude. He, he owns the we, R.J. Barrett numbers, dude. That, dude. dude that, that, that's nothing to write home about. That's,
0: my that, that's man. That's pretty good. Can we talk about how we – This is and this is what I was going to. Can we talk about how we fleeced – a team this season. We One fleeced,
1: team. we've been fleecing teams all. We've been fleecing teams everywhere, man.
0: We fleeced the Detroit Pistons. We fleeced the Detroit Pistons. No one's talking about, sure, Denver Nuggets got Aaron Gordon, but they had to pay up. They had to give up Gary Harris, RJ Hampton and a first rounder to get that man. And they're, and they're, and they're doing well. Sure. The Bulls trade for Vooch, but they've, without Levine, they're going down. They're just, they're just failing. At this point, Celtics, they got Evan Fournier. Eh, doesn't really move the needle. It's, they're, they're about the same. Legitimately, the New York Knicks were about a 500 team. They're a little bit below a 500 team. Derek Rose <laughs> coming to the New York Knicks has changed everything. Absolutely everything. I can't, it cannot be stated enough how important Derek Rose has been to this team. We would Pretty be nowhere sure.
1: without this point guard.
0: Absolutely not, dude. Like, you know, he only plays, you know, what, 20 some odd minutes, 25, mm-hmm. 30 minutes per game, somewhere around there. And we get so much out of him. It's just, I think we have to really understand how much Derek Rose has brought to this team because we have a winning record with Derek Rose. I saw something on Twitter uh, on the amount of games that Derek Rose has played. Since coming to the team and it's just quite frankly, it's just astonishing. I'm looking for it because it's just, I know it's over 20 wins, but I can't, I I just can't, I just can't get over like Alex. it's, It's not, it's not just, it's
1: not just, it's not just the Pistons that the Knicks fleeced. Remember how we fleeced the Clippers from Marcus Morris and we got Emmanuel quickly. The, the Knicks have a low key been building, man, building organically. I know that. That, uh, you know, trades aren't quote unquote organic for veterans who were MVPs a decade ago, but it, it, it kind of is organic, man. He, he, you know, what's so interesting about D Rose, the fact that he came out, they asked him about other teams in the league and he, he literally straight up looked at the reporter. He was like, of course it was on zoom, but he was just like, I don't know, watch basketball, man. I just don't watch. I watch TV. Like he has no interest. He just like wants to go hoop. Play ball, loves it. Is having a good time, loves practice. And that, that's another thing that he was talking about. I remember uh, he was talking about how every, the minutes police was going off on Tibbs. You know, him playing 21 minutes a game, 26 minutes a game, and how players are going to get injured if they play 28 and a half minutes a game. Yada, yada, yada. He's like, dude, we've been practicing for two and a half hours. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody's counting those minutes. So I, I, I agree with you. I, I love the
0: D-Rose vibe. And twenty-one and eight, by the way. Twenty-one and eight since he's come to the team. We're twenty-one and eight. <laughs> That's crazy. Was that counting when he was out?
1: Um, I'm just curious. Yeah, I, believe, I. don't think he played thirty games, did he? Let's see. Was it? Did he play thirty games? No,
0: no. He's. History? They're twenty-one and eight since he's played every game that he's played. They're twenty-one and eight.
1: Wow. He was here for a long time. That was a really early trade then.
0: Dude, it happened in February. It happened on Super Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday.
1: Wow, that, that feels that feels like a century ago, especially because the NFL draft has happened. Let me, you know what, you know, I know this is so random. I really think that the Knicks being able to deal with D Rose coming off COVID and re getting into the conditioning has helped them reacclimate Alec Burks after COVID, and you know they know how you know their player is going to react and how he's going to get back in and what it takes. So I'm really happy that they have these seven games remaining. Lastly, yeah. I'm so happy that Randall got his player of the month. That, that means more to me than the Slam magazine, you know, just to, cir- you know, to circle it all back. I don't care about the New Yorker. Don't, don't talk to me about that stupid magazine cover and Harden cutting us off. <laughs> so dumb. But I know that something bothered you about. The awards. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it up because you were kind of heated about it. And that's your boy, Scotty Brooks, getting the coach of the year for the Washington Wizards. Washington going 12 and five this month. New York going 11 and four. And Tibbs just, Tibbs just can't get his, can't get his love, man. I mean, he did get on the jump this week. We're getting somewhere, man. We're getting somewhere. But he's getting somewhere. What do you think about that coach of the month uh, award?
0: But before I get to that, uh, I just want to talk about, yeah, happy for Julius Randle being Player of the Month. And for those of you who want to know why Julius Randle is deserving of Player of the Month, after he also won Player of the Week this m- in April as well. So dude is just doing it for the New York Knicks. Julius Randle in the month of April has averaged 38.8 points. He's gotten 27.1 point th- – I'm sorry. He's averaged 38.8 minutes, 27.1 points, 9 rebounds, 6.3 assists, 1.2 steals, 44 field goal, field goal percentage, 42.7 three point percentage. Over 42 42% close to 43% from the from the three and 86% from free throw. Dude has just been on fire. He's been <laughs> can't say anything more. This dude has just been phenomenal. Guy guy give props to Julius Randle for his MVP, month of April. MVP talk. MVP he, talk he he, he deserves he deserves to be in the MVP talk. Absolutely, you know three or four max. Yes, I, I think four. I think four. I think four is appropriate.
1: Four, four, four is like the conservative where he should be. But give me three. Give me the three spot. Give me the bronze medal. What I, do we th- got? We got number one, the Joker, who's yeah. going to be the f- first MVP second round pick since Willis Reed in the 1960s, and mm-hmm. he was like the tenth pick. Doesn't really count. He's going to be basically the, sec- the first second round pick ever to be MVP. Who mm-hmm. we got to? Chris
0: Paul. Uh Chris Paul. I think you could put Giannis up there.
1: Really? I was gonna put Giannis behind and put him at three. Ooh. Interesting. And then put Randall four, and beat five.
0: Embiid has missed so much time. I mean, That's or
1: Giannis five.
0: Embiid has missed so much time, and Giannis hasn't missed as much time, which is why I think you gotta put him up. Okay. Personally. All right. That's just my I think availability matters, man, in basketball. You can't. So what you got you Randall? You got Randall three? Four. Four.
1: Okay. So we're in the same spot, just a little flip flop. I think I, I think three, if though. I think if you want to I move somebody three, but I would take four.
0: I think if you want to move anybody, you can move Chris Paul to four and then put Randall to three and Giannis to two.
1: Okay. Okay. If we'll you want to do it, we'll if see, we'll, that see that. we'll see how that plays out. What are your thoughts on coach of the month, man? I know you Bullshit. got some thoughts on
0: Scottie Brooks. <laughs> Bullshit. That's what it is. I can't believe, I really cannot believe that the NBA allowed this type of nonsense. I don't even know who's in charge of these awards. I don't know who's you even paying like attention.
1: sounds
0: like LeBron out here. Do, no. LeBron, ha- first of all, Le- LeBron's <laughs> out of pocket. with just saying that he has something against the play-in tournament after he was advocating for this thing last season when we had the bubble. Okay? I don't hear non- any nonsense from LeBron. He's, he's got to be quiet about that. All right? Oh, it just sucks that the Lakers are for him. It just sucks that the Lakers are heading in that direction. All right, hey, hey, champ! If you're the champ, you can do it. It's like it's not like you haven't done it before. So go ahead and show us why you're great. Um, Scott Brooks winning Coach of the Year is just blasphemy, like absolute blasphemy. How are you? Why are we rewarding the Washington Wizards for being a play in team? After they were like, they start, they had such a terrible start. What are we doing over here? What are we? This is not even Homer. This is not even being a Homer. Like the New York Knicks, the New York Knicks this season, the Wizards were projected to be a playoff team. The Knicks were not. Mm -hmm. The Knicks were, the Knicks weren't even in conversation about this, but they were the fourth. They went 11 and four during the month of April. We had a nine-game winning streak, longest in the NBA. (laughs) But yet, Scott Brooks, Scott Brooks, who's been there for a while, (laughs) gets and sure, it's this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I get, I get. It's this season. I get. It's this month. But what has this man done to say you're, you guys are, what tenth? Well, they Well, well. Here's the thing. It's a monthly award, so. Don't tell me. I do guess, not tell me. Do not tell me the Washington Wizards caught fire because the New York Knicks also caught fire. One happens to be in the four seed. The other one is about to play one game and could get bounced. All yeah, right, if the season it's, it's were to end that. today,
1: it's not that. So it's it's sort of their narrative, and it kind of matches what you were saying. So instead of it being a whole season thing, it's kind of a season up to date snapshot thing for the Wizards. So they. Coming into the month of April, looked like they were headed for the lottery. Like straight up, Kate Cunningham. What are we gonna do? Trade for Beal? They stunk. They were literally like they were about to fall off. And honestly, why I agree with you the most, and I'll go against myself for a second, is they started April on a three-game skid, losing, getting blown out. Not even losing, getting blown out against the Pistons, getting blown out against the Mavericks, and losing a close one to the Raptors. Like straight up just a, a terrible start to April so that that's that's why it looks the, the the worst and then they ended up being 12 and five but the way they I guess are the most improved team in the month of April you know what I mean and that, that's kind of kudos to the Knicks so sometimes I feel like the coach of the Year award especially is more of like oh you weren't supposed to do that like you know what I mean congrats kind of like a most like you did the most. You beat expectations the most, and that's why Tibbs. We've been screaming for Tibbs for the coach of the year, and I think that's why my philosophy, at least as to why it went to Scotty Brooks. And I mean, you know, Westbrook's numbers are video game worthy. You know, depending on what you think about him, <laughs> I know you're not the biggest fan, but he's he's putting up. I mean, player the moment. I know the moment 100% but it's still like I mean just give him the award don't be too mad about it don't be too mad about it man who Scott Brooks just get yeah just give it to Scotty Brooks I don't like
0: it's not it's not it's not look it's I'm angry about it because I feel because it's also an indication on how people vote right and coach of the year is going to it's Tibbs is in that race. It's him, Monty. Be I think it's Tibbs and Monty, in my opinion, that are neck and neck. You got Monty, best team now in the NBA. Knicks took him from irrelevant to fourth and <laughs> best being very team in the well. NBA is tough. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough to beat. It's a tough, it's a tough, it's a tall order. But uh, if you want to really create a narrative, just say Nick's. And people are like, Well, you got a point. <laughs> but then you could actually, actually, to be fair, you could also say sons, and I'd be like, also, fair point. <laughs> so it's hard. I think Monty is probably going to win it. But if it's anyone else, if it's like, what's his name? Um, oh, head coach for the Utah Jazz. Snyder. Uh, Snyder. Thank you. If it's Snyder that wins, I'm it. This is the type of like, I know it can't be, but this is where coach like the month and all that type of stuff just shows how, how a narrative can just be ran with when it gets close to that deadline. And that's the fear is that we, we eliminate everything that we just seen from like the actual production of it and how far our team has come as a whole, just for this small glimpse in time. So I hope that that's just, that's just my concern when it comes to these type of awards. And especially like I'll be I'm gonna I'm gonna shout from the mountaintop for for Tibbs here for a second, just because Scott Brooks, come on. <laughs> Westbrook is having video game numbers, it's not like Scott Brooks has done anything magical. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all right. Like sure, we could, we could we could say we could say Randall, you could say, hey, Randall's had a, a stellar season, but when you listen to the when you listen to the Woj podcast, when you listen to old man, old man of the three, and when he was on JJ Reddick's podcast, right? And you hear Julius Randle talk about how Tibbs holds him accountable, how he helps hold his team accountable. And then you watch Tibbs holding him accountable on the court. Mm-hmm. And the and the system that he's implemented, a totally different defense. The offense is getting corner threes, kicking drives, all those things that Randall had to buy into as well. Randall had to come into good shape, which he did and willingly be that type of player which he has but you also have to have a coach that brings you there too it's halfway how can you not for the month of april see what the new york knicks are doing and then say hey coach of the month is going to go to scott brooks because well russell westbrook is doing a great job so here you go guy he didn't come on like can we at least give some props to the coach who's got i don't know Top defense in the league? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying.
1: Okay. so That's all I'm saying. So the Knicks are up to the test against the real West Coast part of their trip. We got the Nuggets on Wednesday, followed by the Suns on Friday. And then we got the daunted Staples Center doubleheader with the Clippers on Sunday and the Lakers on Tuesday. And you know damn well LeBron will be there. For that Lakers Tuesday game,
0: LeBron's going to be there. So,
1: actually, the one tidbit here is the Joker is questionable with a toe uh, for Wednesday. I'm sure he's going to play, but you know,
0: he might get really limited good. minutes.
1: Yeah, he might be limited. So, how do you how do you feel about uh, these four coming up?
0: I'm pretty nervous. I think if there's a <laughs> yeah. game, if there are games that we can get, I think it's the Suns. I think it's the Ooh. Lakers.
1: A little revenge on your mind for the song.
0: Yeah, man. I think I think we can get that. I mean, shout out to oh, by the way, shout out to Tom Thibodeau on uh, getting us to our first winning season since uh, Sir. you know, 2012, 2013 season. So there we go, one win over five hundred. We did it
1: in the um, season that the you know the. Ever so glorious West Coast Western Conference, the a, a team that's about five hundred or maybe less is going to make the playoffs. I mean, it's pretty impressive what the Knicks did this year, man. Objectively yeah. speaking,
0: absolutely, absolutely. Um, so for that, I think we're. Go- I think if we're, if I'm going to talk about these two games, I think we're going. To, I think we're going to go two and two. Ooh, I think we'll go nice. two and two. I think we'll go two and two. I think we're going to get the Suns. I think we're going to get the Lakers, just because. LeBron will be back. I don't think he'll be fully healthy, ready, in rhythm yet. Anthony Davis, he's getting into rhythm. Yeah, I think. It. Yeah, but I think that team. Schroeder's out.
1: Schroeder's out. But they're have LeBron. Point LeBron.
0: Yeah, no, obviously, well, LeBron changes everything. But I still think it's a good. You know, I think I still think that the Knicks could squeeze one out of that game. Um I think that because the clippers we saw what the clippers can do to us that's rough <laughs> they're, they're they're an offensive juggernaut that's rough if we go if we go and take out the clippers, I will be the most I keep saying it like I'll be obnoxious like I'm not obnoxious right now when it comes to the New York Knicks um
1: I'll be obnoxious if the Ran, if Randall absolutely kills the Joker and we massacre the nuggets
0: that will be insane.
1: <laughs> yeah that, people can have a problem
0: with me that will be insane. I, the Nuggets are a good team. Uh We could
1: lose the next three games. I won't even care. I literally won't care if we beat the Nuggets like that, massacre them, and lose to the Suns, Clippers, Lakers, and then come home for the Spurs. No problem.
0: <laughs> John, I'm like, joking. Can we? Can we? Can we just say something? By the way, that's a 500 I I- road trip. By the way, yeah, absolutely. What do you want? That's perfect. No, if we go through and three, that then we <laughs> yeah, we did, no we did our job. We did yeah. our job. Um can I just say that the Knicks, by the way, have 37 wins. There are three games of win from 40 wins this season. If they have 40 wins,
1: Coach of the Year. Throw in <sighs> your bets. That's what Alex Dude, is saying. Do it, man. Do it. All right. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Nuggets win. <sighs> I don't know if I could take the Suns win, man. That's a tough one. I'm gonna take the Suns loss. Dude, can I, I don't think it's possible for me at this point to go against the Knicks on a Sunday matinee. It would be, at this point, it would be blasphemous.
0: You're taking them against the Clippers?
1: I'm taking them against the Clippers, and then I'm My taking an goodness. absolute massacre blowout against the Lakers. I think it's going to be a blowout game. I think we're going to get blown out on the last game of our road trip. LeBron is going to need this win so he doesn't play in a play-in game. <laughs> I, we're going to, I think, I think the Tuesday game is going to be, we're going to be in LA. From Sunday to Tuesday, honestly, we're gonna get probably from yeah Sunday to Tuesday, we're gonna get killed. Saturday to Tuesday, we're gonna get, honestly shellacked versus
0: the Lakers. We we'll see, man. First. We'll see, we'll see. So I got two and two, Suns and uh, Lakers. You got Clippers and Nuggets. you saying the Nuggets, man. So you, John's got we're going. I, mean, I don't opposite. think we're gonna
1: be the Nuggets, but I, I I I just need to see it.
0: We're going Oppo.
1: I'm putting it in I'm I'm just I'm putting it into existence.
0: We're going Oppo clearly. So that's what we got for this next portion of the episode. John, you got anything else before we take a little break and go come back for etc.?
1: No, that's it. Just uh please just get out of the West Coast healthy. We need to no go back healthy. And that's it, man. Let's just uh let's get this Facts. OB's OB just needs to keep progressing. Getting in the right spots. Alfred Payton just quietly doing his thing. He's going to come for us. He's going to come up big for us in the playoffs. He's been
0: playing good, man. He's been playing
1: good. Alec Burke, stay healthy. D Rose, keep doing your thing. Taj Gibson, stay upright. We'll be good to go.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, Pell is also good because he's noted for an ankle injury with Neurones Noel.
1: Oh, he was nasty. Let's go.
0: He was good, man. I liked it. He gave some good minutes. Yeah. I, we just need everyone healthy, man. That's all it is at this point. We just need everyone healthy for this playoff push, for this playoff push, baby. We need to solidify that four seed. Dude, can't believe it. Cannot believe it. Believe it. I can't believe it. it. We here. I gotta we believe here. it. I gotta, we here. As, as, as Julius Randle and our guys over at Knicks Films will say, absolutely, we here. All right. With that, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back for the et cetera. All right, everyone. And we're back from the break with the et cetera portion. John. What do we got for etcetera?
1: For etcetera today, as always, we're going to go through the NBA TNT primetime games. At first on Thursday, seven thirty, we're starting off with the Nets against the Mavericks. A little tingus, pingus, and Luka Doncic. Cool. Uh, cool. It's scuffle, buffle, uh, snuffle, ruffle. Whatever it's you not, want to say.
0: It's not uh It's not all paradise over there, is it?
1: Yeah, some weird things going
0: on, man. Who knows what's going
1: on with those two and the media and Mark Cuban and he needs a guy.
0: Let Mark Cuban keep talking, man. Let Mark Cuban keep talking. Just keep stirring the pot. It is great. Loving it. Just everything I need to hear. It's just music to my ears. All I can think about is Luka Doncic and a Carmel Anthony t-shirt, a a a shirzy. So... Luca, if you want to leave, if you want, if you want to do what KP did, but come to the Knicks. Oh yeah, the door is do. always open. we it's always open, man. Just you just, just cry just and
1: complain for us. We'll love you. Don't worry.
0: Absolutely. How about that ejection? By the way, he got it's ejected so with Rick Carlisle. Honestly, yeah. man, and he's one away from getting suspended for a game because of that tech. And honestly, he needs to stop complaining. Like it, it is. It is just Honestly, too much. At this what point. if
1: he's just George Costanzing it up to come to the New York New York
0: Knicks? Then keep doing leave it, leave bro. It do it. if you wanna if you wanna do that,
1: man. Yeah, just leave him alone, bro. Knicks. Just let him put on, stop stop putting on fat suits before the game starts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you want to come to the New York Knicks and this is the way to do it, by all means go for it. But if it's not and you're just trying to get calls for the Dallas Mavericks, stop it right now. But to answer your question, I got the nets for this game. Um Dude, this is a huge game for the Western Conference
1: standings. Mm-hmm. Huge game. Do you think the Nets care about the home court advantage?
0: No. I don't think they they care that much.
1: So do you think they're even going to play?
0: They might be like
1: the second seed at that point.
0: I think they are just because it's getting late into the season and they need to get reps in together.
1: Dude, they, I don't, I'm pretty sure we're the only ones that think that, Alex. I'm pretty sure like literally mean you're the only people on the planet Earth. And they, they're just like, nah, don't we don't need this. Nobody else. Every time I say it to someone, they look at me like I'm... Um, Absolutely insane, and I'm the biggest hater.
0: Like I'm pretty sure, literally, you're the only. But this is not even hating. This is not even hating. I think I think they're, I think they're really good to just go far. Like I'm being. As soon as you say they should
1: play together, you become the biggest hater. This has been my experience. Really?
0: Yep. That's that's insane.
1: Because you, if you don't think that they could just show up on the court and just murder everyone, but even the Heatles took at least 25 games.
0: That's what I'm saying. So We're what like are we, what do we saying? Do? So this is what I'm saying, man. Like if the, if LeBron James, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosch needed to take time to gel together and didn't win the first year together, why is it so out of pocket to say the Nets just need to play together? I just don't get that. No, there's
1: no, yeah, to be honest, they're not going to, they're not going to, they're not going to be healthy. Look, Harden's not, you know, Harden's not healthy yet. And to be honest with you, they're a completely different team with Harden on the court. I don't know how they even look with all three of them on the court. We never see it. But I don't know. Dallas is going to be desperate for this game. I give me Dallas. I think Dallas is going to win. I got the Nets. I think the Nets okay. are going to do it. We're on opposite all the way down the field. No problem. Uh, no problem. It's, it's gonna be, we're going to.
0: It's one of those days. One of us got to be right.
1: Yeah, the receipts. The receipts will come through. And another huge game for the Western Conference standings is a doubleheader nighttime on TNT, and that's the Lakers at the Clippers. They're obviously going to be beat down from the Knicks, you know, <laughs> during this Sunday and Tuesday, Uh as we predicted. We're opposite on that, too. So let's see how we do when they play each other. The Lakers are probably at this point going to be trying to avoid that play-in game. What do you think, think, man? You have them, don't forget, you have the Lakers losing to the Knicks the game before. Huh?
0: You have the That's Knicks this, being, you have the Knicks this, being the Lakers. This is this, this is this Thursday, right?
1: Yeah, this is Thursday. We play them. Oh, it's, oh, it's a week before. Right, 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 right. Yeah,
0: yeah, No, no, no. I think they're going to win this one. That way they will be ready to lose to us the
1: following. <laughs> <All right>. okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Fair enough, fair enough.
0: I think I think the Lakers lose this. Uh, I think the Lakers win this one uh, against the Clippers. Um, it's gonna be a good matchup, though. That that's gonna be the game to watch between these two. I want to see that game. But I think the Lakers are gonna do it. Yeah, I don't think LeBron's playing. If he's not playing, if he's not playing, then they're not doing it.
1: Yeah, LeBron's out the, the next two games.
0: Okay, Clippers win.
1: <laughs> okay, done. I think the Lakers have to win one game. AD's gonna have to do something. Is Kawhi playing? I know uh Beverly's coming back.
0: Let's see. I'm
1: pretty sure Kawhi is playing. He's on and off. You don't know until like seven minutes before the
0: game time. I have a question. Kawhi, I mean, Kawhi's playing today, so I think he would play against uh, the Lakers. I
1: don't know. That's questionable. If he played today, that's even more scary. Um Let me ask you a question. A little off Just topic. One? Just, Just one? Just one. Just one. If Kawhi is a free agent, and oh he boy. wants to come to New York. Oh my god! <laughs> Do you like? Are, are you signing Kawhi Leonard for a max contract? Just, just like in in a vacuum.
0: A max, like yeah, we're talking four years max. Yeah, mm. I'm just curious because,
1: like, I, I don't know—is he okay? The playoffs are about to start. Like, I don't, and I just like—it bothers me that we just like kind of don't ever know. Of course I'd be I love Kawhi and I, I, I specialise game and everything so about it. Julius was like, watching.
0: Julius Randle was so, watching Kawhi. That's how he yeah, was working.
1: I know I'm just I'm just curious. I know it's like I don't I don't not gonna I am not going to i will not hold you to the fire. I know I won't hold you to this. I'm just curious. Just because he's a little unreli- he's like unreliable, but also like secretively unreliable. You know what I mean? Like a little on the Kyrie track.
0: I would say he do, he would never sign up max, so I wouldn't even be worried about that. What yeah, he he'd do with like LA. A
1: one year off that, right? Like a one. You do
0: two year. You do a two and one. Some, some would you do like that, that at least? Yes.
1: Okay, I'm just curious. I, I I would too, but like I'm just wondering if like this stuff's annoying. Like playoffs coming up, important games. You don't know if is gonna be there. Like if this is happening in New York, we are having heart attacks. I don't think I don't think we put it into perspective because it hasn't really happened to us. But if we have a max player and he's Oh yeah, I'm, I'm out this week. We're not going to treat it like Durant and you know, and Kyrie like the Nets fans are, and like the NBA is like okaying them. We would be going absolutely bonkers. So I don't even think it's worth it for our health to have someone like that.
0: No, not not at all. So <laughs> I, I on a max, it sounds like Allen Houston all over again, except for a guy who just oh, shows man. up when he can.
1: It really does sound like Allen Houston. Wow. That's nice. That's a nice comparison.
0: Speaking oh, of iconic. Houston,
1: though. Nice guy. And iconic New York Knicks. Number seven. Carmelo Anthony. Tenth. Ten. Tenth. Tenth. Tenth in scoring.
0: Yes, man.
1: I remember. It's amazing. I remember when we were, we were, uh, we lads at SUNY Albany and Melo, was such a fresh pup scoring, getting the, the, the scoring titles for the NBA year after year after year. And then I'd have to just scream and defend him and saying, how could he be so bad? He's a scoring leader. Get out of my face. You know nothing about basketball <laughs> and then move on.
0: <laughs> hey, man. Mellow, stay mellow. This is a Mellow Sam podcast. All right. I remember that. I remember you just chanting for Melo to come to New York and just wanting him to come to New York. And we got him in New York. I remember watching that first game when he was in New York. And, uh, you know, when I Chauncey, Billups. Coming,
1: I watched that coming home video maybe 6055 times.
0: <laughs> it was <laughs> hype, man. That was
1: hype. Like a hundred, like I can't even count how many times I watched it.
0: Him, Chauncey Billups.
1: Great. Cha- Dude, oh, Chauncey. The fact that we endlessly Chauncey still hurts my heart till this day, but I digress.
0: But shout out to Mel for getting top ten, being in top ten, and scoring due to due to beast. Question for you, because I saw this floating around Twitter. Oh, who is better? World becomes real. Hmm. Who's better, Denver Melo or New York Melo?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. Hmm. I mean, obviously I like the New York Mellow better.
0: Of course. But yo, that Denver Mellow
1: was a Denver Mellow. <laughs> Denver Mellow was, Mello.
0: Denver Mello was on, like I'm not saying New York Mellow wasn't on one, but Denver Mellow <laughs> was Savage. A bad boy. Yeah. Savage. That it, it <sighs> man, I yo, really, that AI
1: Jr. Smith Carmelo team with uh Kenyon Martin was a hell of a squad.
0: And hey. Don't forget, when they went to the Western Conference Finals, who was on the team? Chauncey Billups.
1: Always. Chauncey Billups was always there. Always. Do you know I, why? I, I, because
0: Chauncey Billups is criminally underrated. Awesome point him. guard. Tell just, him. Just finals MVP. One with the Troy Pistons. Seven consecutive conference finals. Seven. Count them. <sighs> People out here telling me. Mm. what's West- Brooks better than Chauncey Billups. People tell me out here Westbrook's better than Chauncey Billups.
1: Get the hell out of here! I don't need that so nonsense for those, in my life. For, for those out you counting, if you ever need to get out under Alex's skin, you tell him that one you mentioned Mike Nugent from the New York Jets, or two, you tell him that Westbrook is the best point guard in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> he can't. He can't contain himself. He just on oh, those two things, you'll have him go off on a tangent
0: can't believe it really can't believe it people will get people look into box scores and just telling me that's a game but hey that's it man that's all we got that's another conversation for another day
1: hell of an episode alex
0: hell of an episode new york knicks are killing it man loving it loving everything about it <laughs> But for everyone, thank you for tuning in for another Knicks episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. Please make sure to give us a five-star review and to leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts if that's where you listen to us. We are available on all streaming platforms, whether it's Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, wherever we are there. On top of that, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find our podcast account, Knicks, Jets, ETC, period. Or you can find us at our personal accounts. Just look for Jay Malika or Alex Gutierrez, The Tradicasters, people call me. So, Tradicaster 101. Tradicaster 101. Thank you, my man. But that's it, everyone. That's all we got for today. So, we'll catch you later for another Jets episode this week.
1: Let's go, Knicks, and let's go, Yankees, baby. Killing it.
0: Let's go, Yankees.